Ignite Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. So this week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be hearing from John Martellaro of the Mac Observer with a special emphasis on Apple TV 4K and 4K televisions. Is it time to get one or the other? You'll also hear from Kirk McElhern, outspoken podcaster and columnist, all this and more on the Tech Night Owl Live. We have John Martellaro of the Mac Observer joining us for our regular confab or whatever the heck you call this thing. John, welcome back. Hey, it's nice to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Now, as our listeners know, I have been working on reviewing some 4K TV sets. So I was in contact with the people at Vizio, one of the larger manufacturers, and they sell a lot of medium and budget priced equipment, and it's gotten pretty good reviews, and I wanted to see for myself what's going on. So they sent along a 55-inch M-series 4K Ultra HD set with HDR, all the bells and whistles, LCD backlit. It's, you know, it's got all the top specs. Oh, matrix lighting, so it can control the lighting of the zones. I think so. Let me just take a look at the specs here while we're talking. It's also got the Google Chromecast as a streamer. Do we need to explain that for the listeners? Or Google Chromecast? No, matrix backlighting. I think we need to describe that. Let me look at the display. It's the M-series, and it's got... XLED plus picture with 32 zones, full array, local dimming. XHDR plus, which is Dolby Vision and HDR10. Chromecast built in. And I have no idea whether any of those features makes a difference. They claim it gives you better black level performance. And you see, when you look at a TV set, and we'll be brief about this because there's a lot of things to talk about. The difference between these expensive OLED displays, the old plasma displays, and LED is the rich blacks of plasma and OLED. And you don't have that quite as good with LED, so they add tricks to make it better. Yeah, they call them LED TVs, but they're really liquid crystal displays, LCDs with LED backlighting. Some companies want to call it an LED TV because it sounds more exotic. And they want to get away from the idea of liquid crystals and, do, and you know, make it sound more technical. But it's really a, a liquid crystal display. And that, the way that works is by sending a current into the crystal to make it opaque. And it can only get so opaque, and it always lets a little light bleed through from the backlighting. So the way the more sophisticated TVs deal with that is by, instead of having a solid background of LED white light to shine through, they have controllable zones, in your case, 32 of them. And the TV electronics can respond to a signal that says this area is dark. So we're just going to turn off the backlighting in that zone. And that's a sort of a tricky way to uh, achieve uh, deeper blacks. Well, it's kind of sort of works. I mean, if you're not really a videophile, the better... TV sets work just fine. The interesting thing about them is they've become a lot cheaper. Now, we don't have the largest master bedroom in the world. So the 55-inch set is about as large as we can handle. And I think we're almost close enough to see the 4K advantage when we start getting some 4K stuff on it. 55 inches, you have to be within about 8 feet or less. It's maybe 7 feet, 8 feet. Yeah, it's about right. Yeah, you're good. You're right on the, right the borderline. Right at the borderline, but also it's got HDR. 
That makes a huge difference. That's the killer app for 4K TVs is HDR. If you have content that is designed for HDR and you send it to the TV, which honors the HDR metadata, you're going to get a great experience. Exactly. So even if you don't see the resolution advantage, you will see that on content that supports it. Exactly. Now, you know, what we should talk about here, and it wasn't the first on your agenda, but we're hitting the right spots here. And that is, they're giving you a Chromecast built into the set. So you have a built-in streamer. It's part of the set. It comes with it. However, I wonder here about companies like Roku and Apple selling their own streamers when you've already got them built into a set. Roku is built into certain TV sets. I have thoughts on that. Lay it on me. Probably the best, most secure operating system to expose to the Internet in your house is tvOS. It's uh, probably an even more secure version of iOS because it doesn't have to do as much in terms of talking to the Internet. And probably the best way to handle your system is to send a signal from your TV, from your Apple TV, up to your smart TV through HDMI, and then turn off the Wi-Fi on your smart TV. And don't let it be on the Internet by itself, because then you're subject to the operating system that's on the TV. And some of them are pretty good, and some of them are maybe a little bit questionable. And if, you, if you're just a little bit nervous about having an Android operating system, like in the Sony's, connected to the Internet and doing smart apps and doing streaming directly into the TV... A really good way to do that is to have your Apple TV exposed to the Internet, receiving all the signals, all the apps on the Apple TV, you know, Netflix and the coming Amazon Prime and CBS All Access and all that good stuff. And then send that up to the TV and make your TV kind of dumb. I know it eliminates the advantages of a smart TV and the TV makers aren't necessarily trying to force you into having the TV on the Internet, but on some level they do want it. And, and so, because it bypasses these little boxes, as you just said, like the Rokus and the, and the Apple TVs, but it may not meet your comfort level for security. So, when I finally make the jump, I'm going to have an Apple TV running my HDMI line up to the TV, and I'll, I will not give the smart TV a Wi-Fi password. It'll just sit there, deaf, dumb, and blind, and honoring only the HDMI signal coming in from the Apple TV. That's a good way to enhance your security and avoid uh, exposing your smart TV to the internet. Yes, because your smart TV may not be so smart. I also wonder here too with Google, what are they doing to collect your data? Because that's their profit center. Sure. And it's a moneymaker for the, anything that's a moneymaker for the TV makers, you know, bundling these apps and working behind the scenes deals is going to help their bottom line because of the cutthroat, economics of the tv market now here's so, another thing that's interesting it's about not just google. a gift or, <laughs> go ahead <laughs> google doesn't do anything free but you think here apple and google are rivals because of android and ios so google apparently reops to be the default search engine adding its search capabilities to spotlight and now supposedly for the news app some of the new services will be able to use double-click ads from Google. So what Apple has done is give Google more chances to make money. Okay, that's fine. I have no heartburn over that. It's kind of weird how some of that works. Just like, for example, Apple buys billions of dollars of parts from Samsung. 
Yeah, so I read that Samsung's going to make more money on parts for the iPhone 10 than they are going to make money selling their own phones. Yeah, absolutely. But listen, Samsung's got its own problems. The CEO is in jail now, I guess, for bribery and corruption. This is Samsung, folks. You know, imagine if anybody at Apple, any large, any major executive at Apple were arrested for something beyond drunk driving, even drunk driving, but anything of any significance beyond a normal traffic ticket, you can bet global headlines. <laughs> Samsung CEO, part of the founding family of Samsung, arrested for bribery and corruption, going to spend five years in jail. And in South Korea, that's pretty, pretty unusual because they have close ties with the government, the founding family. So this guy going to jail means pretty, pretty serious stuff. They also had a leadership change in South Korea. That, you know, it gets coverage, but who knows? We've got John Martellero of the Mac Observer talking about briefly Apple TV 4K coming up. And I mentioned this Vizio TV set with Chromecast that we're going to use gingerly. More to come on the Tech Night How Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone and call right now to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device, absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marvel that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling minicpap.com, 1-800-962-4276. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-962-4276. That's 1-800-962-4276. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. 
awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready to eat right from the packed bacon, or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Number one, numero uno, best way to support the Tech Night Owl Live is to become a member of Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com, plus.technightowl.com. What do you get? You can download a version of the show free of network ads, better quality audio for a modest subscription rate. How can you miss? So we were talking just briefly about, you know, if you have an internet smart TV, just use your Apple TV to get those special features. Don't bother with whatever they offer let's talk about 4k and 2k let's do that okay so um there was this issue that came up recently came to my attention that um some of the well many of the 4k listed 4k movies are actually 2k movies that have been upscaled by the studio and so now that seems to shed some light on the fact that apple was unhappy with the idea of charging more for 4k movies and now we know why because many of the movies that are labeled 4k were not shot in 4k they were shot in some other resolution maybe less than 4k i've seen numbers like 3.4 cameras 2.7 cameras and 2k cameras and so the movie can run the, the original through a mastering process of upscaling it. and there, no doubt their scalers are better than what you find in a tv but then the question is, can you see the difference? And from what I've read, you probably can't. 
So the idea of charging you more for premium content because it's 4K is a little bit silly considering that your TV has a scaler in it and could, your 4K TV has a scaler and could have upscaled it anyway. And so you would be hard-pressed to tell the difference, especially if you're on that retina border as we were talking about in the, in the first segment. So, so therefore, is, this is not real 4K, it's faux 4K, but aren't they going to have real 4K eventually? I think eventually we will. More and more movies will be shot in 4K, but for now, your 2K movies will be upscaled by your TV. And, and technically, we shouldn't be calling them 2K and 4K. Technically, we should be calling them high-definition and ultra-high definition because 2K and 4K has a specific meaning. We carelessly throw around the idea of 4K, which is a resolution of 4096 by 2160, but we really are viewing an ultra-high definition, which is 3840 by 2160. So it's a sort of a shorthand. But um, there is a website that tells you whether a movie, what, what the resolution the movie was shot in. I think it's called real or fake 4k.net or something like that. We'll put it in the show notes um, that you can go and find out. So just be careful. And Apple's done a good job in resisting the idea of charging premium for 4k movies, because if they're, if they're remastered and upscaled to 4k, then you're not gaining anything. There's no inherently higher resolution shot from the original camera. So good for Apple. Yeah, here it is. It looks uh, at the various movies, whether they're real 4K or faux 4K. And, you know, they have 8K cameras now, you know. Yeah. So the real, the real kicker, as we said in the, in the earlier segment, was, uh, is HDR. Uh, you, you may be hard-pressed to see the difference between a studio scaler and the scaler in your TV or the scaler in the Apple TV, and there is one. But certainly um, any, any movie that has HDR capability advertised as HDR is going to be much more visibly better ex- viewing experience than just simply a 2K movie upscale to 4K where you can't see much difference. So look for HDR10. That's the kicker. And make sure you're, of course, the new Apple TV 4K supports HDR10, supports Dolby Vision, supports HLG for broadcast HDR. So you've got everything you need in the new Apple TV 4K. Your TV has to honor that, so make sure if you buy an Apple TV 4K, make sure that you, when you buy a 4K TV, that it also supports HDR10 and Dolby Vision and HLG. A lot of the TVs are not yet out of the box ready for a hybrid log gamma HLG, but most of them are able to be firmware upgraded, so look for that. And we talked about keeping your TV off the internet You know, maybe once a month, let it go on to the Wi-Fi and uh, look for a software upgrade and then take it back off. That's my advice anyway. Yeah, because you don't know how safe that TV set is. And it may be that it's just feeding your viewing information back to the manufacturer. So it's up to you to decide if that's anything you want. Let's right. only ask one question here, which is other than that, that safety angle, if you only need Netflix or maybe one or two other services from online, do you need even an Apple TV? You know, if you're just restricting it and you're just regular person restricting it, and of course we have the safety consideration, most sets give you Netflix or Amazon Prime Video and Hulu. 
You got the Roku. You got the Amazon streamer. I'm not that familiar with the operating system on the Roku. Are you? Not at all. I have no I idea. I, I've never heard any complaints about the security of the Roku box. Yeah, the Roku box has got something called Roku, Roku Ultra, and it's 99 bucks, and it supports 4K, and it supports HDR10. It doesn't support Dolby Vision, so far as I know. But, you know, not too many movies are mastered in Dolby Vision. It's one of those rare things right now where a studio will go to some special expense to market a, a special movie, you know, a Star Wars sequel or you know some other blockbuster superhero movie will be distributed in in dolby vision but it's not something that is dominant now it's barely um out there so it's good that apple put it in the apple tv so that it would be future-proofed and they would have been dinged if they didn't have it so uh, hdr10 is the thing right now and that's that's an open source the TV makers don't have to pay a license fee. It's easy to put into the into the TV. And uh, from the images I've seen comparing side by side, it's just breathtaking what HDR can do for your image. HDR, 4K yeah, sets, website. Apple TV. I found that website. It's realorfake4k.com. Yes. And it'll tell you how the movie's mastered. Yeah. Right. Check it out, and it'll tell you how they're mastered. And then you can make your decision about that. The thing that bothered me here, Apple is giving you the 4K for no increase in price, but you can't download it. They'll only stream it to you every time you want to watch it. What's up with that? I think there may be some issues with storage of 4K movies. Maybe some issues with downloading them and finding space on your device. So I'm not real sure if there's anything else there. Uh, Maybe it was a concession to the studios. Maybe it was part of the negotiation process. I'm just guessing that, yeah, we're not going to charge any more, but we're not going to let the customer have it on their solid state drive. Yeah, we can look at the legalities of that, but they, of course, have these licenses. They can do what they want with you. We've got John Martellaro of the Mac Observer. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. With nearly 70 years of history engineering bunkers, today, Atlas Survival Shelters is still the authority. Atlas offers 18 different choices, from commercial tornado shelters to underground nuclear fallout shelters. Starting at just $99.99, with 100% financing available, comfortable interiors, and state-of-the-art air filtration systems, Atlas Survival Shelters are the most popular private survival shelters in the world. Call 1-855-4-BUNKER-NOW or visit atlassurvivalshelters.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203.
It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-557-0158. That's 800-557-0158. Again, 800-557-0158. Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next. So just to move away from this pretty quickly, the one thing that's better now is they increased the time you have to view a rented movie in the U.S. Oh, yes. From 24 hours, which I hate. Not We all know why. You know, you yeah. don't finish it and maybe you got some family things. You start viewing it again late and self-destructs. You have 48 hours. And just to splurge. I don't like to splurge on movie rentals. I 
take the one dollar special offers they have sometimes. But this time I said, you know what? It's going to be hard. Five dollars and ninety nine cents for Wonder Woman because I had forty eight hours to see it. But we watched it in one sitting. We loved it, but we didn't want to take a chance. Twenty four hours. I very rarely ever wanted to rent from iTunes. I assume the other movie rental services like Vudu and Amazon will inherit this change. This is a studio change because the studios don't like you, evidently. (laughs) They don't like people because they don't want you to download your 4K movies. They don't want you to start a movie and take more than 24 hours to watch it. Now it's 48 hours. They don't want that. They think they'll make you rent it again. No, I just won't rent it all. Well, I think there's a sort of a, a mental scheme that executives have on conferring with their lawyers and, and figuring out how to maximize revenue. And some of it's based on technical considerations and, and some of it's just based on emotion, you know, or some of it's based on a conservative approach. Let's try this, see if it works, if we get a lot of static, if our revenues go down or we get a lot of complaints from customers, then we'll relax it. But let's Let's take the most conservative, most financially lucrative stand first and see if it works. Let's be greedy. <laughs> I mean, it's not that they're losing money There's on nothing, Wonder nothing Woman. Wrong. They spent 150 or $160 million to make Wonder Woman. And I assure you, Gal Gadot did not get a large amount of that money. She will now for the sequel. But it made like $825 million worldwide. And they say if a movie grosses twice the production costs, it recovers it because you got to realize they have to share their revenues with the movie theaters and for publicity. They have to make at least twice. So a $200 million movie has to make $400 million to break even. You know, what interested me, in addition to the 48-hour uh, relaxation, was a discussion I read about about a month ago about the studios toying with the idea of making first-release movies in the theaters available to Apple and Apple TV as early as 17 days after theatrical premiere for a hefty 50 bucks. It sounds like a lot of money, but you know, if you take your family to a movie and there's four of you and you buy snacks, you're going to spend 50 bucks anyway. There's a few people in your family who are watching the movie at home and you, and you watch it for $50, 17 days later you know, that's maybe 25 or $18 per person in your living room. So 50 bucks sounds like a lot of money, and, but you would only do that for very special cases. Whether that would work or not, I don't know. Of course, there's a lot of pushback from the theater owners. The you know, theater owners hate that idea. The article I read at, uh, at Home Theater was um, studios might go ahead and do it anyway and then say, well, we'll do some revenue sharing with you. You Don't worry, don't worry, you won't lose any money. <laughs> So that's an interesting trend. I'm following that. I don't know. I think part of it is that the movie-going experience in the movie theater is not like it is at home. It's a shared experience with friends, strangers, relatives, whatever. Maybe your relatives are strangers. depends on your family. But I think there's something special about that experience. I hate to see it go away. What I hate to see, though, is where they run around and drive you crazy with the cost of refreshments. So I want to get popcorn, it's $8. A Diet Coke or whatever is, what, $6? Even though it's the same one that I could buy in my home 
for what a six pack for three dollars 20 ounce bottles it's it's very profitable those snacks as you know when you go in and buy it i remember one time i was in a movie theater and we intentionally avoided buying any of the snacks to save money then on the way out i realized i needed some water so i stopped by the concession stand and i said how much is just a a bottle of water and i forget what the brand was and he said 450 <laughs> i went no i think i'll take a sip from the water fountain and wait till i get home <laughs> The movie experience, I don't know. The theater owners, I think, are already suffering. So I understand why they'd be upset. And I grew up going to movie theaters. Don't do it as much anymore. But you know, I do go. Me is, uh, is the trailers at the beginning. The movie may or may not affect your hearing or your sensibilities with regard to the sound at some points in the movie. But the trailers are psychologically designed, in my opinion, to have a huge impact on you. And the trailers sound level and the sound effects are amazing and the video and the video effects are amazing. I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but as an experiment, next time you're in the theater and you're watching those trailers before the movie starts, close your eyes and watch the light from the trailer dance over your eyelids and listen to the sound and the sound effects without watching the video, you'll be amazed what's going on. I've had occasions when the the trailer sound was so loud I had to put my fingers in my ears because it was almost painful. If you can get through the trailers, you know, your choice of movie may be, you know, whatever it is, maybe more sedate. (laughs) I just want to ask you one question quickly because we're almost halfway done. Sure. All right. Why... Is the Apple TV 4K still going to be a hobby? Well, you know, I've been following home theater for uh, a long time. I've watched a lot of other companies in the business market their products and design their products. And there are some elements to being involved in the, in the entertainment industry, the home theater industry. There are some things that you do to make yourself a respectable partner and player in the business you know you design your products so that they have a good visual industrial appeal and look Um, you advertise in the right home theater magazines you make sure that you comply with the standards you fit in as they used to say at apple fit in but stand out you show up at the home theater shows and and the industry shows one of them is cedia for home installers, but it's, it's sort of like the show where everybody in the know goes to find out what's happening with the latest technology. Um, you, you show up on the standards committees and you make contributions, technical contributions, uh, so that you're considered one of the players and involved. Apple tends not to do that for some odd reason. And they'll, they'll design a little black brick They'll, they'll show off all the goodies. Eddie Q will do a keynote and, and brag about its capabilities. And then it'll show up in the Apple retail store and sit on the shelves. And you won't see it advertised in home theater magazines. You won't see Apple getting involved. You won't see Apple partnering with TV and manufacturers the way Google is, is partnering with, uh, as you said, Vizio to have Chromecast built in. You know, Apple go, kind of goes its own way. And because they're odd man out, it's hard for them to be considered um, 
an interesting and lucrative financial partner and a technical partner in the evolution of, of home theater. And, and so um, when I see Eddie Q come on stage on September 12th and talk about why 4K is better, I'm going, oh, please, Eddie, don't waste our time. Uh, he did, in the rest of the presentation, do a pretty good job. But Apple never becomes really a major player. And so that's why they have 16% market share. And that's why Roku has 50% of the market share. Um, More okay. Apple TV 4K and the competition and where it sits in the market. I'm Gene Steinberg. He's John Martellaro of the Mac Observer. And you're listening to the Tech Night Out Live. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Actual testimonials from real Numana customers. I've tried all kinds of food storage, and Numana is by far the best. I'm a single mom with two teenage boys and a full-time job. I don't always have time to cook a four-course meal. That's where Numana has been such a blessing. I can spend less time in the kitchen and more time on what matters most, like helping with homework. Find out for yourself. Order online at thepowermall.com. That's thepowermall.com. Numana is. Thepowermall.com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Hello, Mr. Anderson. The NSA has noticed how much time you spend on conservative news sites. We have no choice but to consider you a domestic terrorist. Tired of your internet activity being monitored by Big Brother? Get VirtualShield.com, the world's easiest to use virtual private network. Browse the web anonymously, leaving pesky advertisers and spies in the dust. Get started today at VirtualShield.com. Take advantage of our free 30-day trial. VirtualShield.com. You have the right to remain private. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap, even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed; it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. you know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. Okay, let's continue briefly with Apple TV 4K smaller market share. The price is got to be a big obstacle unless you want to be part of the Apple ecosystem. I assumed that the alleged free upgrades to 4K movies might encourage some people to buy it. But otherwise, the argument is difficult because I don't see here whether there's any indication yet of any killer apps. It's just services, streaming services. And there are other 4K streamers. Apple may give you a better picture, and, and we can argue about the Siri remote, whether you like it or not. But it's hard to see the case for it. Well, I think we made a case in the previous segment about about tvOS security and referring to Apple's position in the market. Apple doesn't brag much about the security of tvOS. They should. I mean, if they're going to sell a device that sells for almost twice as much as the competition, you know, don't you think they would brag about, oh, it has a scaler built in so that the TV always sees the best possible content? Doesn't have to, you know, if Apple thought that its scaler was better than the, than the scalers you'd find in a low-cost TV. I mean, you said you had a Vizio that sell, retails for $699. What is the dollar value of the silicon of the scaler in that TV? Maybe $10 or $15? If that... Maybe Apple thinks it has a better scaler, and that's added to the cost. Uh, Apple integrates the hardware and the software and builds its own secure operating system called tvOS. They don't seem to tout that very much. After September 12th, what has happened with uh, Apple TV 4K? What has Apple done to really promote it? I mean, we're coming up on the 
holiday buying season, I'll be watching Apple closely to see if they are leveraging off of the consumer interest in 4K this holiday season. Now, by the way, I was looking here at Roku. They cut the price on the Ultra from 109 to $99. I assume the hour that the Apple TV 4K came out. I don't know a whole lot about the Roku. I don't know a whole lot about the hardware. Uh, what I do know is, is that uh, reviews focus on the extra cost of the Apple TV 4K and question whether it's worth the cost. And I haven't seen Apple respond to that. I think Apple needs to explain why they're selling it for, what is it, 149 for the 32 gig? It's 179 now. For the 64 for the uh, 32 and 199 for the 64. So the 32 uh, okay. is more expensive. The 199 is the same. I'm looking over the Roku site, and I'm trying to see if there's anything said about the scaler. It has to have a scaler, obviously, because it's compatible with all the other resolutions. Well, it doesn't have to. I mean, it can take the signal and pass it onto the TV and let it do the scaling. That's p- quite possible, and that would certainly cut the price. Yep. I don't know. And I assume anyway that when you buy a 4K TV, you want to buy one with a good scaler because most of what you're going to watch, at least for the first few years, is going to be scaled up. I have been told that the scalers in Sony TVs are very good. Over and over again, I've heard that from both salesmen at Best Buy and reading online reviews. Well, that's one thing I'm going to look at very carefully here. I'm going to look at my Blu-ray discs and the TV shows, especially the Blu-ray and the regular Apple TV streaming, because I don't have the 4K yet. I'm supposed to get it soon. And just see how well it scales up. At the very least, it should be no worse than it is now. At best, it should look a little bit better. Well, you know, there's something to be uh, investigated, and I haven't done this yet, and it's long past due for me to do it, and that is look at the chroma subsampling of a Blu-ray player. I'm pretty sure the stuff that comes over the Internet is 420 for streaming 4K content. That means that the chroma information is duplicated across pixels. One of the reasons why your Blu-ray player will look so good is because it's not as compressed. I believe the signal comes off the Blu-ray player something like 70 megabits per second as opposed to maybe 15 to 25 streaming 4K over the Internet. So you're going to get a much better picture. If the chroma subsampling of a Blu-ray player is... 442 or 444, which it might be, I have to check, then you're going to get a much better image. And so then the question is, do you need a 4K Blu-ray player? And maybe down the road you do because you'll buy movies that um, are mastered in HDR and they're 4K HDR and you'll want a 4K HDR player. But my strategy is to wait. And I want to, I, when I finally spring, I want to see how my Blu-ray player looks compared to streaming 4K. There are very few true Ultra HD Blu-ray players. A lot of them are upscaling. The real ones are from Sony has some and Samsung. And we're talking about $150 to $250 mostly. They're not down to you know $83 yet. That's going to be next year. Yeah, you got to do some real research to figure that out. Yep. That's my next step is to explore the 4K Blu-ray players. Just so we're clear, this Vizio... M-Series TV set is one supplied to us for review by Vizio, direct from Vizio. 4K. I'll let you know what I get and what it looks like in a very, very, very few days. I'll have a preliminary review. Oh, I can't wait. Oh. Cool. It is. It is. I'm going to have to have somebody help me set it up, though. 
It weighs 55 pounds, but because of my back, it might as well weigh 455 pounds. <laughs> How are you going to deliver the 4K to it? Are you going? Do you have a Roku? 4K well, player? okay, I can use a streamer it has, the built-in streamer for Netflix. Oh, I can try that. I can always turn it off afterwards, but I can. You know, use I had a Best Buy salesman tell me he had a 4K TV at home, and the Netflix app built into the TV was not delivering as good a picture as his Apple TV was delivering connected to it over HDMI. Weird, but he's a pro. He's a Magnolia expert. So that's something to look about, look into. Right. Well, I'm going to check the progress from the fellow from Apple and find out exactly when I can get my Apple TV 4K. Cool. All right. Then, as a matter of fact, I'll write the contact right now and tell him the set is here, even though it hasn't been set up yet. I'll say the set is here. It's just waiting for you to bring your product. Let's talk about some other things here, okay? Sure. The one, the only, Timothy Cook. The headline, is Tim Cook a product visionary? Does he need to be? And I think the second part is the more important one. Well, what started all of this was a video that started being thrown around the internet. And it surfaced in my email box from uh, friends and from some uh, former Apple colleagues. Uh, And this video um, was a snippet from Steve Jobs talking about running a company from a sales perspective. And he was talking about Coke, where if you change the bottle design, that's, you know, revolutionary. But you've got a fixed product and uh, the success of the company really depends on how effective and aggressive the salespeople are as opposed to the quality of the product or innovation of the product. Because Coke is Coke with variations over the years and different formulas and things like that. So he said that um, when a company is run by salespeople, they're more focused on revenue than they are on building a great product that really pleases the customers. And so a a lot of people were... um, fearing that because Tim Cook had been in charge of the sales teams in the past and was not a legendary product visionary like Steve Jobs, that Apple was that Apple was falling prey to this symptom of being too sales driven. But I went on to argue that I don't think that's true. I mean Tim Cook was handpicked by Steve. The company has changed. It's grown. Uh, it's so big now that it's really hard for one man in a, in a company worth almost a trillion dollars to come up with ideas that become instantiated as products. You really need teams of people. Instead, what you need is uh, what I described as an orchestra leader. Somebody who's the head of the orchestra makes sure that the or that the members of the orchestra are experts, highly trained, their instruments are finely tuned, and he oversees the orchestration of these product developments and how they integrate into the company's infrastructure and whether they're strategically important and how they affect the lives of the customers. But to say that we should hark back to the old days when Apple was a $6 billion company, now they're $220 billion company in annual revenues, and I had a former Apple colleague who read the article come back at me. And I got a break. We'll pick it up on the other side. 
More to come with John Montalero of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. For listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Age-related macular degeneration is a leading cause of blindness in people over 55. But with treatment, it can be slowed down, stopped, and in some cases reversed. Make sure you see your grandchildren grow. Protect your vision by requesting information about diagnosing and treating AMD. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on reversing or managing AMD. Or go to the website fightblindness.org where I found so much helpful information. Or again, call 1-800-BLINDNESS today. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original and most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. John Martellaro of the Mac Observers here on the Tech Night Owl Live, and we're talking about Tim Cook and where he sits in terms of CEO, does Apple need to have the product visionary be the CEO? And you're talking here about the fact that Tim Cook's Apple grosses over $200 billion a year, many times more than the era of Steve Jobs. So what he does is very important, but Cook is not a salesman, is he? No, no. And I, I just, during the break, I thought of a good analogy. You know, a lot of aircraft carrier captains are former pilots, probably most of them. And if you were a, a former Navy jet pilot flying off of aircraft carriers, you might well have been, you know, in the Tom Cruise style, real hotshot pilot and, and do some interesting, maybe some some risky things, some astounding maneuvers with your jet some great successes in the red flag school and be an accomplished fighter pilot and being able to 
fly off a carrier deck and do, do all those things that you do. But then 20 years later, when you're in your 40s instead of your 20s, now you're in charge of the aircraft carrier and you don't pull the kinds of stunts and you don't think the same way. You have to make sure that all the departments that report to you are in good shape. You have to understand how to manage the ship. You have to understand the, the positioning and the navigation of the ship and following directives about where to be at what time and what place to make sure that, that the nuclear reactors are being supervised and run properly, that the carrier deck operations are being run smoothly and you're not getting guys on the deck being killed by carelessness, that they're well-trained. So you have a lot of hoops to jump through as a captain. And I kind of see that analogy here with Steve Jobs being the hotshot young jet fighter pilot, but Tim Cruise being the carrier captain, you know, orchestrating. But you said Tim Cruise. (laughs) Uh, I meant Tim Cook. Did I say Tim Cruise? Yeah, I say Tim Cook. (laughs) Well, you know, there is that evolution, you know, maturity. Tim is an older fellow. Uh, he doesn't need to be a product visionary where he can think up something cool and then go into a, a very large company with massive engineering operations going on and say, well, you know, I think we should do this. Um, that's not to say that Apple can't be innovative, but Tim Cook needs to use his maturity and his experience to guide the product visionaries to make sure that Johnny Ive is paying attention to not only the phone and iOS, but to the Mac design, that the product lines are well integrated with each other and fleshed out. And that, that Craig Federici and the, the other vice presidents and senior vice presidents are on the same page and working well together. There's a whole lot to do as a CEO running a company of Apple size, besides pulling a rabbit out of the hat every six weeks. So he hires the people who pull the rabbit out of the hat. Yeah, like Craig Federighi. Sure. And he puts it all together. Right, right. So to claim that um, Apple has fallen victim to this strictly sales-oriented and profit-oriented approach is not quite true. If you watch Tim Cook do any presentation, especially the September 12th preamble and the dedication of the Steve Jobs Theater, you'll see in Tim Cook and his executives, that passion for carrying forward the vision of Steve Jobs. It's, it's built into their very fiber. I mean, they grew up under him. Uh, Tim Cook well, worked for Steve Jobs for 12 years before he came, became the CEO. You know, he understands the history and the culture of the company. So taking shots at him because he doesn't, you know, come out with single-minded ideas, pulling a rabbit out of the hat solving quantum mechanics issues on the blackboard and winning Nobel Prizes single-handedly. That's not what it's all about anymore. All right. So the key here, though, is, is Tim Cook capable of looking at a product design saying, I don't want that, or he depends on his lieutenants to make that decision? I certainly think Tim Cook has the power to say no, and he probably still does in many meetings. Um. We don't have any information or evidence about how many projects have come to his desk and he's vetoed. I mean, those are secret and unknown to us. But knowing Tim Cook, I'm sure that he's in in the, in the legacy of Steve Jobs has decided to turn down lots of projects. Maybe most notably the uh, Apple's own TV with integrated Apple TV into a display. 
that was probably nixed a version of the home pod that tried to compete straight on with amazon alexa probably nixed and morphed into the home pod as a apple way of doing things just some surmises well i think also in a situation like that he's going to have his lieutenants present something that they've already approved and then say this is the reasoning plus and minus before he makes his decision it's going to go through at least another level of yeah, yes part, and no part of the problem is listening you have to be of a mind that you can invite people into your office and you can be relaxed and you can say, let's talk. I have a feeling that Apple Park took a lot of Tim Cook's time. And I have a feeling that managing the, the Titan car project took up a lot of his time. You know, the, so I, I think suddenly got better after Apple Park was finished. And we had the resuscitation of the Mac at WWDC in June. Uh, I sensed that um, Tim Cook suddenly had more free time to pay attention to what was going on with the Mac. And we saw the glorious resurrection of the Mac with the, the new MacBooks coming out six months after the original Touch Bar MacBooks in December. The exciting announcement of the iMac Pro coming in a few months. Uh, I've already heard about the uh, follow-on to the Mac Pro coming. So um, I, I think the uh, the dead years might be over. <laughs> Just a guess. I'm wondering here if Apple's going to bother holding another event. Oh, what do you mean? For this year. I kind of don't see it. No, there's nothing left. Because we know that the iMac Pro is mostly about workstation specs, but it's an iMac Pro otherwise, I yeah, suppose. So I suppose. It'll ship. I, there won't be an event surrounding it, but there will be a, a big announcement, and there'll be probably some... May, maybe what Apple will do is, like they did with the Mac Pro, invite some key journalists to come visit and uh, get a uh, technical introduction to it so that they can go back and write great articles about the Xeon processors and the great graphics and the design of the iMac Pro. But there won't be a public event. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. What I'm waiting for is the Mac Pro and whether I'll ever be able to afford a Mac Pro again. <laughs> you know, I was predicting here that a fully, a fully enabled Mac Pro with all the options, maybe the 28-core Xeon. Are we talking about mm, $20,000? Because the chip itself, the chip itself is probably something in the neighborhood of $10,000. Well, we, we, uh, no. All right, you go go 28 core Xeon, go to Newegg. I'm just looking at retail price, not what Apple pays for it. Yeah. The price of the chip is $10,000 at Newegg. There is a $13,000 version with a memory controller that handles far more ECC RAM. Okay. Well, you know, this was all done when the when the um, black cylinder Mac Pro came out in 2013. This then, is very recent. I know, I but people this. tended to focus on the 
on the eight core and the twelve core product, and it sold for you know almost ten thousand dollars in a fully loaded configuration. But we've got I more to come. More to come with John Martellaro. Okay. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep REM sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. You can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-870-0305 and use promo code GCN. That's MyPillow.com or 800-870-0305 with promo code GCN. Hello, Mr. Anderson. 
The NSA has noticed how much time you spend on conservative news sites. We have no choice but to consider you a domestic terrorist. Tired of your internet activity being monitored by Big Brother? Get VirtualShield.com, the world's easiest to use virtual private network. Browse the web anonymously, leaving pesky advertisers and spies in the dust. Get started today at VirtualShield.com. Take advantage of our free 30-day trial. VirtualShield.com. You have the right to remain private. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. So, yeah, we're looking at the cost of a Mac Pro around ten grand with a twelve core processor. But now but Intel what has if they come out with a version with basic hardware with say just a basic four core version of it to get people who don't have, you know, so much money but would like to get rid of their, their black cylinder and I don't I don't like calling it a trash can, if you can tell. <laughs> So what if they had the basic box? It's going to be modular, so there might be some plug-in elements that you don't need. And if you bought a, a low-end four-core version, you might be able to get in for like you know four or five thousand dollars, and then get it. Maybe um, some some people have access to friends and family discounts, so you might be able to get in the door for you know four thousand dollars. Just guessing. Mm. I was thinking here at the beginning that the Mac Pro would simply be the same parts as the iMac Pro, but with the modular capability. But then when I well, saw the difference I, between 18-core and 28-core yeah. Intel Xeon, I said no. I had a very convincing discussion with Mark Gurman from Bloomberg. He was on my podcast, uh, Background Note at the Mac Observer, and he said, you know, it's, it's all about appearances and, and marketing and positioning. The iMac Pro has a built-in display, that's true. And when you subtract the display, the price should go down. But the Mac Pro will be Apple's flagship. And because it's the flagship, it has to cost more than the iMac Pro. And I, I thought that was a compelling argument. So it's, yeah, it's going to be very expensive, and it's going to make the technical professionals very happy. Those people who don't spend their own money, but they spend corporate money, because time is money in the corporate and engineering and design world. So they won't care. The thing that bothers me is, is that I prefer to pick my own display. I have a 34-inch Hewlett-Packard display. And I'm, I'm allergic to the idea of buying an iMac with a built-in display because 27 inches isn't big enough for me. I, my workflow requires more screen real estate. And this 34-inch Hewlett-Packard allows me to breathe visually and get all my apps on the screen at once so if i can't afford another mac pro and there's no room on my desk for a 34 inch display and a 27 inch imac so <laughs> john keat told me john your desk doesn't have to be big enough for the display it only has to be big enough for the stand <laughs> you see that's what i learned also with regard to the Vizio M-Series, I have a sound base from Zvox I've had for several years. And I wanted to see whether I could use 
the Vizio. And the difference is the old Vizio I have has a stand in the center of the set. The new Vizios all have the stands towards the edges. Uh. And if the edges are beyond the border of my sound base, it doesn't work. Now, according to the PR guy from Vizio, he says the width between the two very thin legs on the Vizio is 33 inches, so it should be fine. Or you could rack mount it. There are, there are TV stands that have a VESA uh, rack that you can attach most TVs to, and then you solve that problem. And the advantage is, is that most of them rotate a little bit, so you can turn the TV the way you want. So are you going to buy an iMac Pro or a Mac Pro? I have no idea. I have a 2013 Mac Pro, the lowest, cheapest version you could get. I got a friends and family discount, so I paid 80% of list, which was about what you would pay for a MacBook Pro. So it served me well over the years, except for those years during Yosemite and El Capitan where there was a graphics lockup issue, which I've written about. But Sierra solved that problem. So I'm pretty happy with this. You know, it's got 256 gigabyte SSD. It's got 16 gig of RAM. It sits quietly taking up not much space behind my Hewlett-Packard display. When this little Mac Pro dies, um, I'm going to be up at Jacobian without a determinant. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen because Jeff Gamut has introduced me to the glories of standalone Hewlett-Packard displays, especially big ones. So I don't know. You are spoiled. What is this story I was reading? And you tell me what this is about. Someone did a survey, Duo Security, that something like 4.5%, 4.2%, something like that, of all Macs they checked, do not have the latest firmware updates. I saw that briefly in my reading. I'm not read up on it, so I'm not prepared to talk about that. I do know that High Sierra has a EFI check built in to make sure that the EFI hasn't been tampered with. Uh, that's all I know. I've told you more than I know. So, Well, that's it there. You tell people more than you know. <laughs> what can you say? Now, final thing, a little confusion we've had, and I hope we've corrected it, but you can add to the confusion or correct it. The APFS, the new Apple file system, and if you install High Sierra and you have a solid-state drive, it's automatically updated, just like it was with iOS 10.3 on your iPhone and iPad. Howsomever... Isn't that a word? New word. Howsomever, if you have a hard drive, it isn't, although the hard drive can be converted. I've converted two of them. If you have a Fusion drive, no, not yet. That's the drive that's a combo of a hard drive and a solid-state drive. Apple is saying it will be there in a future update, but we don't know what the future means. I can add a little bit of color to this. Uh, As far as the hard disks go... Uh, during the beta testing program, High, uh, High Sierra was installed on hard disks, rotating hard disks without much trouble. But there were, as I have read and as I recall, some reports of some hard disks not working correctly with uh, APFS. And so until Apple figured out what that issue was with those occasional models of hard disks, Apple elected to take the conservative route and defer installing APFS on hard disks. Well, like I said, I have it on two hard drives. Yeah. And it's fine. As a developer beta? No, the final version. 
Ah, there is a trick, which I don't remember offhand, how to force the issue. With the converted or reformatted hard drive is not a problem. The problem is this fusion drive. The yes. fusion drive is not supported because then you really have problems and maybe the integration between the hard drive and the solid state. But since even Craig Federighi was quoted as saying a future update will fix this, I'm assuming that it will be happening. I mean, I will still have a complete backup on my fusion drive. I'll make sure I have two backups plus an external offsite backup. And then I'll consider trying it. But that's the point. If you're going to do that, have a backup. I think I think the APFS conversion for hard disks will come fairly, fairly soon. I think the, the fix for fusion drives will take a while. That's my impression. Okay, we'll note that. <laughs> One dollar bet. No, I, I agree with you. <laughs> John, tell our listeners where they can find more of what you do. Well, I'm senior editor uh, at the Mac Observer, www.macobserver.com. Come see us. Thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. 
Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. Direct from his palatial farmhouse in the UK, we have the one and only Kirk McElhern. He doesn't like me talking about a palatial estate. I used to I do think th- palatial is not really the ideal word. It's a large house, and it's got a bit of land around it, but palatial would not be appropriate. Palatial suggests gold toilets and, you know, Doric columns and all that, and we don't have that. It's a, it's a 19th century house, and in some ways, um, it's still sort of 19th century. You know, it's not entirely modern. The windows aren't modern, for instance, um, but far from palatial. I've been Hello. pretty far from palatial, I'll tell you. Okay. But you used to say that when I lived in the Alps and the house there was much smaller and it had a nicer view, perhaps, but it was not palatial either. In any case. It's all right. We'll let you get away with it. I'm reading here some troubling things about the Apple file system for Mac yeah, OS yeah. High Sierra. Adobe CC has a problem. The Unity game engine has a problem. Now, I thought the problems were not that, but the problems were compatibility with fusion drives and things like that also i noticed that when you format an external hard drive as apfs as soon as you run time machine on it from a high sierra machine it changes it back to hfs plus go figure yeah it's it's confusing and someone's just discovered a bug today um if you format a Volume in APFS, by default, there is encryption. You can't turn encryption off, and you have to put a password in. And if you put a password hint in, no, if you put a password in, then you mount the volume and you get a password request dialog, and you click the little um, checkbox to display the password hint, it shows the password, not the hint. 
And and people have been doing screencast, you know, videos of this showing how this works. So this is a very, very, very big problem. And I think Apple's going to have to address this quickly. Um, I'm, I'm reminded of a joke that went around back in the day that the English were going to try driving on the right side of the road instead of the left side of the road. And this was back in Margaret Thatcher's day. And when she was prime minister, she said, well, let's start with the trucks. And if that works out, we'll do the cars as well. What Apple's done is they've forced all SSDs to go to the Apple file system, but not other volumes. So if you've got an external drive um, that's a hard drive, it may or may not be Apple file system. It won't be by default. You can do it manually with, with disk utility. If you have a Fusion drive or an external drive internal, it won't be um, Apple file system. Then it gets more complicated. You can't mount a drive formatted an Apple file system on a Mac that is running HFS plus, it won't be able to read it. And this is kind of risky. I, I would expect them to have at least rolled out for Sierra um, support to read Apple file system volumes or somehow to map them using something like SMB or, or something. You know, imagine you're in a, you're a situation, not, not your home Mac, but your business, and you've got old Macs and new Macs, and people have external drives, and you've really got to think carefully about how you format all your drives now, because they may or may not be readable on, on different devices. Yeah, but let me amend that. I have a Fusion drive. Obviously, HFS Plus, it can't be migrated. You could with the early betas, but it would have made a mess. And I have... Two external drives. One is the Time Machine drive that changed from APFS to HFS Plus upon using Time Machine. I have another drive which has a carbon copy cloner. Clone drive, okay? Mm-hmm. And if I look at it right now, I'm going to do a get info right now. It says APFS format. And it's read perfectly well. Okay? Yeah. So the point is here is that it doesn't matter whether or not your drive, your internal drive, your startup drive is HFS plus or APFS. If you're running high Sierra, it will read the external drives. Yes, but it's in the other direction that it can't. So if you have a drive that you've formatted in APFS on high Sierra and you want to connect it to a Mac running Sierra, you won't be able to read it. Apple needs to allow for some a few things. I thought Sierra can read APFS, though, because it had a no. beta version. It can't. No. Well, that's not good. No. It, it's, well, it's confusing. It, it makes people wonder. Um, uh, and again, the fact that not all internal drives get formatted in APFS, that's, that's a bit problematic. And I'm sure there are reasons for data you know, security. They don't want to um, run the risk of, of having people lose data. That's the worst thing you can do uh, in a bug. You know, if a bug causes uh, an app to crash or something, that's not a big deal. Um, but if someone loses data, you know, that, that's pretty, that's serious. So they have to be very, very careful about this. Now, as a comparison... Hundreds of millions of iPads and iPhones are running APFS because iOS is so tightly wound down. All the variations you see on the Mac don't exist there. Yeah, and you don't mount a, a, an iPhone as a drive. I mean, you, you actually can. Um, no, I don't think you can do it with the iPhone anymore. Um, but you, you, it doesn't work the same way. It, it's not a drive that goes from device to device. It's more of a self-contained device. 
Exactly. So there is that. So it's an easier thing. Obviously, Apple has problems to solve. They are reportedly testing a 10.13.1 update. I have no idea what's fixed because Apple is so really explicit about its fixes that it tells you nothing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, this is this is really low level stuff. It's things that we can't um, we can't look at them. We can't see what they're doing. Uh, so we just have to go along and make backups, make lots of backups. So you know you can back up um, to an HFS plus drive, and and you should be backing up to an HFS plus drive um, because that's the best way to work with an external. So make sure you back up your backups. Yes, you have to be really careful. And I think Apple made a huge mistake by forcing you, by forcing you to upgrade to APFS on uh, solid state drive without giving you the option to uncheck it like existed in the betas. Yeah, in, in the betas, you had that option. And I don't know when the option disappeared, if it was one of the late betas or if it was the actual Golden Master. Um, but I remember seeing... Um, in what, one of the betas that I installed, I remember seeing that there was this option. And, and I did it because I was running this off an external drive that I could, you know, wipe whenever I wanted. And then when I installed the Gold Master on my MacBook, which, which is what I did first, about, I don't know, a week or more before I installed it um, on my iMac, I, I didn't really pay attention, but I realized afterwards that that option wasn't there. Well, I do have it running successfully on a 2010 MacBook Pro with an SSD. Not Apple's SSD, obviously. Other world computing's SSD. No problem, whatever. It works perfectly. So there, it's fine. I assume for most people it is, too, and that these edge cases with a few apps yeah. are yeah. going to be fixed and they get that taken care of. I assume, though, here, it's more Apple to fix it than them. Because developers shouldn't have to, if they're following Apple's guidelines, shouldn't have to do a darn thing. It's all up yeah, to Apple because- to fix it. Because here's the thing. You have Adobe was Illustrator CC, and it's not working right. The problem is here, what if you have an older version of Adobe Illustrator, pre-Creative Cloud, as I do? I never bothered with Creative Cloud. It just doesn't have any value for me. What if you have an older version? Would not work? And Adobe's not going to support it. But Apple needs to provide as close to 100% compatibility as possible. And if it's still the app, they've got to do the fix. It shouldn't have to be done by the app developer. It's Apple's problem. And I'll tell you what, we'll have another problem if we don't break. Kirk McElhern of Kirkville and many thousands of other places. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. 
Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on this special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. Ted Anderson telling you about Jordan Rubin's Beyond Organic Green-Fed Raw Cheddar Artesian Cheese featuring whole milk created through ancient dairy breeding, unpasteurized, untreated whole milk on the same farm the cows graze, containing natural sources of omega-3s, CLA protein, calcium, probiotics, and enzymes. I have never tasted cheese this good, and you need to try it. Contact your Longevity distributor or call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun, which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Use discount code GCN and receive 15% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter and get your Bug Assault today. Kiyosaki, Rogers, and Schiff all concur there's an economic calamity that will be facing this country. My question to you is, do you know when and are you prepared? Most people don't, but my friends over at Republic Monetary Exchange have been leading experts in precious metals to help you offset the coming economic collapse. Right now, for a limited time, they have a free book called The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. You simply need to give them a call at 888-772-2929 to get that in your hands. Do not allow the insiders to do what they did to you in 2008, putting your IRAs, 401ks, and savings in jeopardy. You need this book, and you need it now. The 10 Reasons You Should Own Gold. Call 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. There's a reason that the largest investment banking company in the world, J.P. Morgan, just purchased another 50 million ounces of silver. This free book will explain it. 888-772-2929. With nearly 70 years of history engineering bunkers, today, Atlas Survival Shelters is still the authority. Atlas offers 18 different choices, from commercial tornado shelters to underground nuclear fallout shelters. Starting at just $99.99, with 100% financing available, comfortable interiors, and state-of-the-art air filtration systems. Atlas Survival Shelters are the most popular private survival shelters in the world. Call 1-855-4-BUNKER-NOW or visit atlassurvivalshelters.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know.
My contention here is that it's Apple's responsibility to fix anything related to a problem interfacing with the Apple file system, unless there is a clear-cut problem with an app where they just didn't follow the Apple guidelines or something in writing or reading data. Otherwise, it's Apple's problem to fix, period. Well, as far as I understand, and obviously I'm not a developer, when you're writing an app to run on any computer, you're interfacing with a series of system frameworks and APIs, application programming interfaces. One of the basic ones is the thing that writes and reads files and erases files and moves them and deletes them and puts them to the trash and all that. You have zero control over how that works. You just have instructions from the the company, in this case Apple, of how to call this sort of thing. So let's say an Adobe app is going to copy a file or delete a file. Apple tells you, the developer, how to do this, but there's absolutely nothing you can do about the underlying process that's used to delete the file. Exactly. This is 100% Apple's fault if this is happening. I can't imagine that the developers are using different methods to move or delete files. There are only a couple of ways to do that. There, There are standard system calls, and then there's the sort of commands that you can invoke from the terminal, the, um, the command line commands. For instance, the CP command copies a file, the MV command moves a file, and you can do this from terminal. An app can do this. If you write an Apple script, you may use these commands because you can embed uh, these sort of Unix commands in Apple script, and, and they can make it quicker and easier uh, to work with files. But this is absolutely not something that developers have a responsibility for. All they know is that the file system's there. Here's what you're supposed to do to say, read a file, write a file, save a file. And the file system is supposed to do everything. So the, any incompatibility is either Apple or developers who are doing, uh, using non-standard methods to, to do these things. And that would kind of surprise me because these are the most basic operations on a computer. Exactly. Therefore, it's not up to the developer to fix it. It's Apple. Apple needs to address it, period. Now, maybe 10.13.1 does this. Maybe it will provide the tools to convert a Fusion drive because Apple says a future update will fix that problem. I'm assuming these are growing pains, but I think people have to be warned here that if you run into a problem like this, what's the solution? You have to revert. You have to back up and reformat your drive as HFS+. Well, if it's a boot drive, um, if it's an SSD and it's your startup drive, then it has to be APFS. Under you have ICR. no choice. Right. It has to be. It won't. I don't think HiSierra will boot off an HFS Plus drive. Um, I don't think you can install it on an HFS Plus drive. That's what it is. When you install, it does the formatting. That's only um, if it's an SSD. That's if it's an SSD. So otherwise, you do have the option, and this is kind of confusing. So this. we shouldn't have to worry about this. And Um, Apple has been really bad about documentation. It's been confusing. It's been inconsistent. They should have had something front and center. Welcome to APFS. Here's what's going on. Well, I think they do. And and I've just found something while you were talking there on Mac Rumors forums um, that is saying that Adobe apps... So there are two types of file systems. There are case-sensitive, where a capital A is different than a lowercase a, and there's case-insensitive, where whether you write um, happy with all capitals or happy with lowercase, it has exactly the same meaning. Apparently, Adobe doesn't support their apps very well on case-sensitive file systems, and this could be one of the problems. 
So when they're writing a file and reading a file, they may not be able to do this correctly because it's fully case sensitive. Whereas I think HFS Plus was in general not case sensitive. You had the option to set up a case sensitive HFS Plus formatted drive in the past, but I don't think that was the default. Well, let's just hope that Apple gets all this kind of ironed out really quickly. Yep. And we'll go from there. Otherwise, High Sierra is pretty decent. I'm not having any real issues. Supposedly, there's one thing, though, I see. It's supposed to block autoplay videos, and I'm still getting some working on some sites. Yeah, so in in Safari, you go into, let's see, preferences, uh, uh, preferences, general, let's see where it is. It was hard to find, but I found it. It's not in privacy. Uh, Websites, preferences, general, websites. And then you click on autoplay, and you'll find a bunch of websites that are already listed, maybe because they've had videos on them. And then there's a, a, a setting at the bottom. When visiting other websites, allow all autoplay, stop media with sound, and never autoplay. So I've set it to the latter. Right. And it still doesn't always work. Oh, I haven't had a problem. I haven't seen an autoplay I have, video. I have. I okay. just did yesterday. Okay. No, I think it was CNN. Okay. And I checked the setting, the setting in that preference i also check the settings for this website and you also can decide whether to turn adobe flash on or off now here's an important security thing whether to turn the camera on and off the mic or your or allow for it to have your location okay yep okay um th- there's a feature i really like here it's the page zoom you can set specific websites to zoom to a certain amount um so i've got my system font set to a certain size but there are websites in particular wikipedia that is a bit too small so i set it to 115 percent and if i'm visiting a site that i visit regularly and i find it's too small um, i'll go in here and i'll check the site and i'll um, increase the size Uh, and i think that's a really good feature this way you don't have to sort of manually increase the font size every time you get to a website um, but you'll have that font size you know once for all Exactly. Anyway, let's leave the discussion with APFS. Hopefully there will be solutions and things will work out just peachy. How's that Peach. work for you? Tickety-boo, as they say here. I just learned this expression. What it'll is that again? This is British. Tickety-boo. That means it'll be okay, cool. Everything will be copacetic. That too. That too. Yes. All right. We... Copacetic's a good word. How has the feedback been since we talked last about the fact that iTunes doesn't offer the app store anymore um i'm getting lots of complaints from people um but i did hear from a developer i won't mention their name yet but they may be able they may have found a way to download um purchased apps so they'll have an app that can download your purchased apps for you that's ridiculous yeah maybe apple thinks this is an advantage i don't know But in connection with that, there's the other thing here. So Apple says, and this is important, I'll explain to our listeners why. Although it's mostly repeating what we mentioned in our previous segment. Apple is offering free upgrades to 4K for the movies and TV shows you bought, which are available in 4K. Now, some of them, by the way, some of them, by the way, are actually upscaled by the movie companies because they weren't shot that way. I'm assuming something like Wonder Woman 
is native to 4K. And I know some movies are being shot in 8K now using those red cameras. That's a brand name, by the way. That cost 50000 There'll be a lot of those around. They're shooting 8K. So a lot of yeah. films are shot in 4K. That's not a problem. The problem here is you get the free upgrade. But now you can't download the movie. You can only stream it. Oh. Not only can you only stream it, but um, one thing that Apple said in the keynote was that you would need a 15 megabit connection. And since my connection is 15, 16 megabits, I said, great, I'll be able to use it. And then when the day before the Apple TV was delivered, they came out with a technical note saying, oh, by the way, you need 25 megabits. If it's less, Apple's going to downscale the video. And so that's a little bit annoying. I mean, I got the new Apple TV and I immediately returned it. I didn't even open it. Right, right. You see, this is part of the problem here so they so say if I had 25 a 4K movie that was really big i could download it overnight to watch it the next day and to keep it but i can't download them at all and i can't stream them so i mean all due respect to heck with you apple and remember too they say actually 25 is the minimum but you are assuming a constant connection and that nobody else is doing anything with it and you don't have an online backup service pulling down bandwidth on one end because you know if you do a lot of fast uploading your download speed is going to suffer because yeah. you're pulling bandwidth away yeah. so here is the problem folks 25 isn't enough 40 may not be enough depending on how things are all right we're going to figure this out the conundrum about 4k and apple and that promise, which I now feel is a false promise, about acquiring your 4K movies. With Kirk McElhern, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. 
Dr. Carolyn Dean wants you to have a free chapter of her new book, The Magnesium Miracle Second Edition, and it's available at magmiracle.com. In your free chapter, Dr. Carolyn Dean explains how magnesium is essential to support the structure and function and overall health of your body. Your free chapter is your guide to learn how to support your heart, bone, metabolic, lung, and mental health with this powerful mineral. The Magnesium Miracle Second Edition is available on Amazon, but right now get a free chapter at magmiracle.com, spelled M-A-G-Miracle.com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at FullyCookedBacon.com. FullyCookedBacon.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, in terms of minimum speed, they say 25, which means you need twice that. Because, no, you, know, you need a little bit more than that. Well, you see, part of it is... Depending on the load, you have, say, a cable service. You don't see this with DSL as much. There may be variations in the speed throughout the day. If someone else in your household is doing something online, consuming bandwidth, cutting back on the speed, there's a load on there already. Suddenly, wait a minute, I'm not getting my 40. I'm getting 30. I'm not getting 25 is the bare minimum. You should really have 35 or 40 to be sure. Otherwise... It's a bit much. And even then, that's what I would say. 25, yeah, but you need you know more just to have a little bit of elbow room, headroom there. You disagree? Well, I know that Netflix, I think Netflix says you need 15 for their 4K, and I, I don't use their 4K, but um, I've got Amazon Prime Video, and they have some 4k content and i can download it and it shows as being in 4k you know on the screen um it shows if it's hd or 4k so and this is with my 15 16 ish um connection so i'm not sure you need that much more i think they're what they're saying is like that's really the high end of what you need because they're they're assuming that it's not going to be a perfectly continuous um connection at that speed but I don't know. I personally don't know anyone who's got one yet and who's been using it with 4K. I haven't heard about it. Um, my friend Rob Griffiths bought one, and he's going to return it because he was looking forward to downloading them. And there's also this the upscaling. Um, there's also something about um, how it automatically turns on HDR, even though you might not want HDR because HDR might not make non-HDR films look good. And that's a bit confusing. Okay, I looked it up here officially. List of download speeds needed to watch various streaming services. Netflix is 25 for 4K. Amazon Prime is 25. YouTube is 15. And then what they say is, in general, a steady internet connection speed of 25 megabits per second or higher. Steady, which means you need the headroom. That's why I said, you know what? 35 or 40. This way you know that if mm. suddenly somebody in the family stream something you're not going to be stuck it's not going to buffer or down sample or something like that. 
Yeah, but again, I've gotten 4K with my 1516 um, from Amazon. So I'm I'm not sure if this means. So, so what? So what Apple says is that they'll degrade the quality the same way that Netflix gives you quality according to what you can according to the speed you can receive. Um, and and it, it's I think it's called adaptive streaming, and, and Apple's going to be doing the same thing. Okay, so um, we get back to the thing here. I assume this is the movie studios. They don't want you downloading a movie, a 4K movie. Yeah. You have to stream. You have to use up your bandwidth from your ISP. That's one thing. The next thing here is still that Apple promised you can buy 4K movies for no premium in price. And that's fine, but you're still locked into the streaming. The only thing they did do that was good is they now allow you to, after renting a movie, when you start playing it, give you 48 hours to finish, not 24. I think that was only a USA requirement. I think every other country has 48 hours. Right. And the nice thing about that is we decided to splurge here in the Steinberg household. $5.99 to rent Wonder Woman. Oh, Okay. It's a really good film, by the way. I, don't, I know that Kirk doesn't yeah, like not, superhero not my films. Thing. All right. All right. Whatever it is, I think it's a good movie. I think the performances from Gal Gadot and Chris Pine, who is more William Shatner-like than ever in this movie. You know, of course, he plays the new Captain Kirk in Star Trek. And he picked up a lot of those mannerisms, more than I expected him to do in Wonder Woman. I didn't expect that Chris Pine would be like a young... William Shatner. Okay. Anyway, let's just continue with this thing here. All right. Forget about Apple TV, but I do have a 4K set here that Vizio sent us to review. A 55-inch M-Series 2017. It uses Chromecast for streaming, by the way. It comes with a built-in Chromecast. Okay. So what that means is here is you don't need an Apple TV because the Chromecast does 4K. If you're just watching Netflix and you're not renting movies from right. Apple, it doesn't matter. The only reason you need the Apple TV is if you're using iTunes for movies. Exactly. Um, there's absolutely no other reason. There's plenty of other devices. There's Roku. Your TV probably has Plex. Um, so there are many other ways you can do it. Right. So here, they've taken away the need for an Apple TV, a Roku. Obviously, Google's making money from Vizio to have that there. In exchange for which, by the way, the current Vizios are sold as TV displays, because they do not include tuners anymore. Probably the reason is only a small number of people need a tuner. If you have to have a tuner, Amazon has one for $30. So that's probably why they don't sell over here, because the cable is relatively non-existent over here. Well, they could sell a model there with a tuner. They What's could, the but deal? maybe they don't want the hassle of, of, you know, fitting their TVs like that. I mean, there are people here who have satellite to get Sky on satellite, but um, every TV here comes with a tuner. Well, the other thing is there's a new 4K digital standard coming for TV tuners in this country. And... This way, in a sense, you future-proof this TV set. Not having a tuner if you eventually need one, and that tuner is the new 4K tuner, then you'll buy that when you need it. And like I said, $30 is no big deal if you can spend $600 or $700 for a set. Yeah, these are pretty simple devices. Yeah, it's just plug. It's like another set-top box. Yeah. No big deal. So, you know, people ding them for this. I'm not. I'm going to be objective about it. 
I'm going to set it up probably in the next couple of days. But I'll tell you the final story about the set. Now, the box for 55-inch TV set, it weighs 51 pounds. The entire box, which means the set's got to be like 35 pounds, really light. And the fool from UPS, UPS will never advertise in the Tech Night Now Live. Okay, I mentioned this in our earlier segment, but I wanted to get your reaction, Kirk. The fools from, not the fool on the hill, the fool from, the fools from UPS, they have a set retail price, $699. So I'm not home. What do you think they do? There's an open patio in our apartment on the ground floor. Just walk over and they drop the set in there. Hmm. Okay. Now, as easy as they can drop that set off, somebody else can come in there and, and say, oh, look at this. I'll take that. Yep. Didn't ask for a signature. For, I didn't even know it was out there. You know, I get a note from Vizio. We sent your set, and I checked the UPS tracking description. It was delivered. Okay. Yeah. I don't and see it. And then you're it. thinking, where is it? I didn't get it. No. In fact, I got a package from UPS that day. It was some stuff from Amazon for a teddy bear. Nothing. Where is it? And I think, no, it can't be. And I open the door to the patio, and there's a big box sitting there. <laughs> I called UPS, and I gave them a piece of my mind with language that is not what I would use on radio or off radio. And, I was and this nice was about Vizio it. that shipped it directly, right? Vizio shipped it directly, yeah, because I'm reviewing a product. Right. And because I'm reviewing a product, they handle it. And the PR guy over there, Mike, was really, he was relieved because I said, where is it? Where is it? And he was very relieved, and he should be. Yeah. So, Well, he should be, but don't forget that they're, they've got insurance with UPS. Um, and they would be relatively unhappy if, you know, it got lost because of stupidity. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, that's enough about that. I'll talk about this set as I have a chance to review it. And it's kind of an extended loan, so I'll have really opportunities to try the 4K. And we're going to see what kind of content. The only thing is now I would have to upgrade my Netflix subscription to 4K. Yeah. And that's another $2 a month. In addition to which, Netflix has already upped their prices another dollar a month. Yeah, from next year, is that it? I didn't look at the effective date. Now, I understand why they're doing it from a business standpoint. They're spending, what, $6 billion this year, $7 billion next year for original content. We'll have more to talk about with Kirk McElhern on the Tech Night Out Live. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. 
For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. If you're an unincorporated business owner, it's too late for you. That is, if you've already been sued and lost your home, your car, and your personal life savings. But if you haven't been sued yet, there is still time to incorporate and protect your personal assets. And the first step is just a phone call away. Because Incorporate.com is now giving away a free incorporation toolkit to all business owners, including exclusive information on how to start and grow your business. For your free incorporation toolkit, call now, 1-800-936-9256. Incorporation is the shield that protects your personal assets. Without it, you could lose everything. That's why at Incorporate.com, they just make incorporating or forming an LLC. LLC quick and easy. They don't provide legal or financial advice. If someone sues tomorrow, will you lose everything? Don't wait until it's too late. Call now for your free incorporation toolkit. Hurry, they're still giving them away for free at 1-800-936-9256. Call 1-800-936-9256. That's 1-800-936-9256. Hello, Mr. Anderson. The NSA has noticed how much time you spend on conservative news sites. We have no choice but to consider you a domestic terrorist. Tired of your internet activity being monitored by Big Brother? Get VirtualShield.com, the world's easiest to use virtual private network. Browse the web anonymously, leaving pesky advertisers and spies in the dust. Get started today at VirtualShield.com. Take advantage of our free 30-day trial. VirtualShield.com. You have the right to remain private. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-610-7740. That's 800-610-7740. 800-610-7740. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So we're talking here about Netflix raising the prices yet again. I think it's going to be $13.99 a month if you want 4K and four sets, four screens. Otherwise, it'd be like eleven ninety nine for regular HD and two screens. Now, they're spending a lot of money on content to keep you there. Except, I guess they're going to lose some of their flagship shows because Disney is starting a premium 
channel, a streaming channel in 2000, I guess, 18 or 19, and they're removing their content from Netflix. And some of the best shows on Netflix, like Daredevil, the superhero shows, the really gritty superhero shows that take place in New York. Mm-hmm. I assume they'll go to Disney, any content from Marvel, Studios, Pixar, Lucas, the new Star Wars movies, which aren't as bad as I thought they'd be. That's going to go there, too. So the end game here is, Kirk, you want to cut the cord. You do the TV antenna if you can. I'm a little bit far from it, and I live in a place where I just can't erect an antenna. I'm on the borderline, a really good digital antenna. I guess I could do it, then get Netflix. But now you want a variety of programming. Each service is going to have its own exclusive stuff. Netflix has theirs. Amazon has theirs. CBS All Access memberships have doubled. Don't know what they were before, but they doubled since Star Trek Discovery was added. So you want to see Star Trek Discovery other than the first episode? Where actually half the first episode was a two-parter? CBS All Access. And then there's HBO and Showtime. And suddenly you're building this package of a la carte. My God, I'm spending more than the cable guy wants. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of an aberration because all these services think that they are the ones that people have to absolutely have and that people are going to be willing to pay for. And yet this isn't really the case. They're going to find out relatively quickly that people are simply not going to pay for them and will just give up watching these different channels. I, I found it interesting that that Star Trek thing is on Netflix over here or Amazon Prime, one or the other. No, it's Netflix, I believe. But probably restricted to the UK because you can't get CBS All Access there. That's probably it. Well, I'm sure that it's in other countries as well, but not in the US. So over there, they're using it as sort of the the dangling, um, interesting thing to get you to subscribe to their streaming service. But over here, they don't have a streaming service. So you just get included in whatever package you have already. Then there's Hulu. Now, what I like is CW, by the way. The CW is owned by Warners and CBS. And they have all the superhero shows and everything. What they do is free streaming. Go to their site, stream. Yeah, but with ads, right? Okay. It's, I think, fewer ads than you get. I will not watch with ads, period. I will not watch a movie that's broken up with ads. I will accept an ad between episodes of a series. So if I'm watching one, then another, I have an ad in between. That's not too evil. But I will not watch a movie that's broken up in ads. I refuse. It's just wrong. That's not how movies are made. Yeah, but that's not it here. The TV shows are made for the breaks. And you see that when you watch a show that comes on Netflix without the breaks. I'm not talking about Defenders or any of the shows that are native to Netflix. I'm still not going to watch a TV show with breaks. Whether it was made with breaks or not, it still destroys the continuity of the story. But if you are tolerating the commercials, CWTV has an app for your device or for... Apple TV, and you get the commercials, but it's free. Now, Hulu gives you the option. You can get with limited commercials or with no commercials, and for no commercials, you pay $4 more per month. I don't know what CW is doing there, but remember, CW has a smaller roster of shows. Yeah. But at the same time, this stuff goes on Netflix at the end of the season. So if you miss these things like superhero shows, Flash and Supergirl, yeah, it's not that you wait till about a month after the show's finale is on you go to netflix you see him commercial free 
Yeah, I just checked Netflix, and it is Netflix that has the Star Trek Discovery, which, frankly, I don't care about, but I can understand that some people might find that interesting. They also have The Expanse, which I watched the first season. It was okay, but I don't think I'm going to watch anymore. And they tell me, and this is interesting, I don't see this in, in their apps, but I'm looking on in Safari, and they tell me 94 TV programs and films added in the last week. See all recently added, and they can't do this in the apps. It's interesting. They're providing more information on the web than they are in the apps. For instance, the Snowden movie. I'd watch that. I've never heard of this bitten. She's blonde, gorgeous, smart, and a werewolf. Oh, okay. You're talking about Laura Vandervoort. I like You know it, everything way. about every TV show. Go ahead. Okay. Laura Vandervoort, by the way, is one of these cult favorites. She was the daughter of Marina Bachran in the revitalized version of V. Didn't look like her mother yeah, at all. Dark hair, that. dark yeah. hair, exotic, and Laura's like an all-American blonde girl. She yeah. played Supergirl in the Smallville show about the young Clark Kent. Okay. And then she went to Bitten and played the only female werewolf in the entire world. Wow. For some reason, when someone is bitten and becomes a werewolf, if it's a woman, she dies. But she survived because she's so strong and so powerful. She also played on Supergirl as this character with blue skin. Okay? okay? Brainiac. She played Brainiac, kind of this living animated computer. And she was really good at it. The reason they do that on some of those CW shows is because they people who were famous for being in a superhero show, they bring them back in a new role. And this is the Tech Night Out Live, folks. We're talking That's about right. technology. It's pop culture. Here. We do pop culture. I do <laughs> pop culture. You and I talked about singers who were needing treatment for their vocal cords because they don't have the proper technique this, this is a fair point that's technology though in a sense but it is it yeah. is and then joe wilcox who was with beta news he used to be an industry analyst he comes on as a big pop culture fan and jeff gamut of the mac observer pop culture pop culture our listeners like that we kind of give you a little bit yeah, of a see, i'm, I'm more into shakespeare and classical music and you know i'm not so much a pop culture guy new iphones How's that for new a iPhones. Yeah, that's pop culture in a way. All right, new iPhones. All right, okay. you have an iPhone SE, right? Is that your, the one of your... No, I bought an iPhone 8 Plus. Are you, that's totally against the gain, grain for you. It is, um, because, you know, I'd said many times how much I appreciate the one-handed iPhone. Um, I was particularly interested, because I'm writing a lot about photography, in checking out the camera in the 8 Plus, because the, the normal 8, like the normal 7, just has a standard camera. The 8, the 7 Plus and the 8 Plus, that's the one with the two cameras, so there's a wide angle and there's a, a like a telephoto lens. Um, so I've switched from the one-handed camera to the two-handed camera, Um the, the constraint is interesting. It's it's a lot heavier. It's almost, I'd say it's almost twice as heavy. Uh, I could go to my scale and weigh them, but I'm holding one in each hand, and, and the 8 Plus is almost twice as heavy. It's impossible to do very much with one hand. However, the extra screen size is actually amenable to my aging eyes. Um, since I do need to make the fonts a little bit bigger, um, it's not disagreeable. Now, if I didn't work at home, if I was, you know, out and about a lot, I would definitely have returned this. It's just too big. But I'm not out that much. It does fit in most of my pockets when I do go out. But again, I work at home, so my phone's more often on my desk or in my hands than anyplace else. It's a big device. It's expensive. It's thick. It's heavy. Um, but the battery life is good. 
Um, the camera is interesting, you know, the ability to have the zoom and to do the portraits and this portrait lighting thing that they have. So I, I can understand the attraction, but I will still have a weak spot in my heart for the um, one-handed phone. We've got more to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Want revenge on the common housefly? Well, after 10,000 years, someone has finally come up with a better way. The Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic and no batteries required. $39.95 plus shipping and handling. Use discount code GCN and receive 15% off your purchase at BugAssault.com. Fire your fly swatter and get your Bug Assault today. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack, focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper, article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Attention type 2 diabetics. If you or a loved one has taken Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR, or other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes and suffered amputation of the toes, feet, or legs, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA has warned that Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR, and other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes cause an increased role in amputations of the toes, feet, and legs. If you or a loved one has taken Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR, or other inhibitors, for type 2 diabetes and suffered amputation of the toes, feet, or legs, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-475-7607. That's 800-475-7607. Again, 800-475-7607. Call now. This is an advertisement paid non-attorney spokesperson. www.injuryhelpdesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. 
heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So he went for it, Kirk McElhern, an iPhone 8 Plus. Now, I got to see one the other day in my travels with the ride-sharing services. I gave a ride to somebody in the neighborhood, a guy named Aaron, who was a manager of a T-Mobile store. So we had a wonderful 25-minute discussion about technology, and he showed off his iPhone 8 Plus. And it's heavy. It is. Yeah. It's, it's bulky. It's thick. Well, it's not, yeah, it's a little bit thicker than the SE. So I, I don't have the standard model to compare it to, you know, the 8 or the 7 or whatever. It's a little bit thicker, but it's heavy. You you feel the weight. I've dropped it once. I mean, obviously I have a case on it because I always use cases on my phone. But I've dropped it once because it's just hard to get used to holding this in my hand when, when I'm used to a, a much smaller device. So, you know, if he didn't have that case, his iPhone 8 Plus would be in little pieces shattered to smithereens. Well, you know, no, I'm got, kidding. It's, it's a got pretty the glass back. No, it's got the glass back, so it's fragile. And if it, uh, we have stone floors in part of the house here, and I dropped it on the stone floor. It's like the main hall on the ground floor is these old black stones, um, and it's really hard. So yeah, it could have killed the phone, or it could have, you know, gotten to the point where I would need a repair. Well, I always buy a case. The first purchase I make with an iPhone is a case because I don't yep. care. Although this one, the back is transparent, so I see the silver gray on this particular iPhone. But I don't care so much about the, you know, having seen the pure back. I just want to cover it and protect it. And I'm holding this iPhone here, which is, you know, from the 6, 6S, 7 series, you know. And there's a certain amount of weight I'm used to. But when I picked up that 8 Plus, I felt a distinct difference now maybe that's also more robust for some people but i can see if you're just carrying it around you know and moving with it maybe it's going to be a little fatiguing you develop a different grip than when you hold it i'm looking on apple's website so the iphone 8 which would 
be about the same as yours. It's 148 grams. The, the six and the seven, I think the, the eight is a couple grams more, and the eight plus is 202 grams. That's more than a third heavier than the iPhone 8. Now, they don't do a comparison. Wait, I can do that. I can compare with the iPhone SE, um, and here's the giggles, because the iPhone SE weighs 113 grams. So the eight plus is nearly twice that. It's a big difference. It really is. But again, the camera is really quite interesting. It's got the dual cameras, and it's got you know the optical zoom with the second camera. It's got this portrait mode, which is interesting, which I'm probably not going to use that much. But it, as a camera, it's, it's really quite a good device. This is apropos of nothing. Just saw this. On the iPhone, there's a preview version now of the Windows 10 Edge browser from Microsoft. I just wonder why. Um, compatibility for people who use Microsoft products. Uh, could it be that the Edge browser works better with Exchange servers and, and, and OneDrive and all these things that Microsoft people use? It's very possible. Uh, I don't know that ecosystem. Um, I do know someone who does use a lot of um, – uh, who uses the Microsoft apps and uses OneDrive, or is that what it's called? Yeah, OneDrive. Um, so it could be that the – the Edge browser provides some additional compatibility. You know, the same way that Chrome links into your Google account, um, I'm guessing that Edge is going to link into your Microsoft account. And besides, it looks like here Microsoft realized a long time ago they'll make more money from Apple on some services than others. Google has some new stuff going on here with Apple. They've been added to the spotlight because they used to be using just Bing, and now Google is providing some of the search. And they're offering on the news app for iOS, some of the news providers or aggregators can now offer double-click ads, which is Google. So Google is making even yeah. more money yeah. from Apple, a lot more than they make from Android, certainly. Yeah, yeah they are. But at the same time, you can also use DuckDuckGo as a search engine, um, which is a search engine that doesn't harvest your personal information. Um, you can change this in Safari on the Mac, and you can also change it in Safari on iOS. Um, so a lot of people who don't like Google's creepiness um, might want to do that. It's a pretty good search engine. Um, and as long as we're talking about search, search engines, I came across something the other day that I didn't know about, and someone told me about it. It's called StartPage. It's at startpage.com. It's a search engine that anonymizes searches to Google. So you get Google search results, but Google isn't collecting any personal information about you. Now, StartPage, like DuckDuckGo, they finance themselves by displaying a few ads at the top of the page. Um, but these ads aren't like Google's personalized ads that, you know, that, that follow you and show you everything you've seen on Amazon or, or, or TripAdvisor or whatever. They're just generic ads. So if you're looking for, I don't know, an iPhone, they're going to give you ads for iPhones or iPhone cases. Um, so both of these are good alternatives if you want to get rid of the creepiness factor from, um, of Google collecting all this information about you. All right, but there's something curious here. You go to startpage.com. It says enhanced by Google. Right. As I said, they're doing Google searches, but they're anonymized. So when you put information into the search field and you click go, it sends a Google search, but with no user information. So you're getting Google search results. Go ahead, search for something. You'll see the same search results you get from Google, but they won't be skewed by your Google history. And they won't be skewed by what Google knows about you. So I'm going to type in tech. Night Owl, and I get a page that comes back. 
and I see a few ads and the Google ads is three ads at the top. And then I see pretty much the same exact display as Google, which is a whole lot of Tech Night Owl Live um, pages from the forum, the newsletter contacts and, and all that sort of stuff. And then there's three ads at the bottom. I believe it's the same ads top and bottom. Here's where it goes. And here's where it comes. Whatever happens, Google is going to make money. They are, but they're not making money off of you. Um, and so when you see the search results, you can click on a link under the, the top line of the search results. It says proxy, which lets you open the web page through an anonymous proxy. So even when you get to that web page, no one's collecting personal information from you. Anyway. And as they say, when you, um, when you hover, um, it could be a little bit slower. And in fact, I just tried one of your pages, and it could not be received by the start page proxy as a 403 forbidden message was received. So it's possible that some pages don't work with a proxy. But in any case, this is a, a way, both of these are ways of searching without Google, you know, creeping you out and collecting all this information about everything you've done. Anyway, there you go with Google. Let's go back to iPhones because you have an article on your site, which is links to your blog at Entigo, which is the differences between the iPhone 10 and the iPhone 8 Plus. At this point, having wanted to spring for an 8 Plus, wouldn't it no. have been better? No, to, because it's just Absolutely too much not. more. Just too much more. It's too expensive. Um, it's not just the phone that's expensive. Even Apple cares fifty pounds more, fifty dollars more. Um, you know, you're talking a phone with Apple Care at twelve hundred pounds or twelve hundred dollars compared to what was this eight hundred. For the phone and 150 for Apple Care, um, no, it's just too expensive. And and I don't like the notch, and I don't believe that this is necessarily the future of the iPhone. I mean, uh, what we're seeing now is we're seeing two iPhone lines simultaneously. Let's call it the original line and the new line. And the new line's got the notch, and the notch is just not too cool. And and I think there are a lot of things in this not quite edge to edge screen that are going to be refined next year in the next model of the X. And I'm thinking it's going to be the X2, and at the same time, we're going to have an iPhone 9. I think they're going to keep the two in parallel because I'm not sure that Apple's able to produce enough of iPhone X models as they will need. Um, and that's also another thing. When it goes on sale, um, this is going to be constrained, and you'll be lucky to get one you know, before next spring anyway. And by the way, neighbors, if you ever dreamed of having a version of the Tech Night Owl Live without the network ads, we will answer your dreams. All you have to do is sign up for Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com. That's P-L-U-S.technightowl.com. We'll do more in our final segment with Kirk McElhern. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. 
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck. Drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you. And you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855-700-2979-855-700-2979-855-700-2979. That's 855-700-2979. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. So the iPhone 10 goes on sale November 3rd, but 
Kirk's saying it's going to be months before you get one. It could Fa- be. I, I, yeah. I read an article recently from one of these analysts um, who looks at the way um, component manufacturers are placing their orders. So he can sort of extrapolate as to how many devices a company's going to make. And there was some explanation about the two-part camera that's used for the Face ID. One part is the actual camera, and the other part is the thing that projects the dots. If you remember in the keynote presentation, it projects like 300 dots on your face, and the camera interprets those dots, the position and the distance and the angle and all that. So apparently, one of these two modules is easier to produce than the other. So it's the second module that's going to slow up um, availability of the phone. Um, and, and I think when they say, you know, the, the sort of ease of producing, it's how many units they can get out per day, week, or month that come through testing as being um, good enough to use. So since there are two separate modules involved, um, it's obviously the weakest link in the chain that's going to slow things down. Plus, the fact that the 8 and the A plus haven't sold very well suggests that a lot of people are waiting for the X, and there's going to be more demand um, when it comes out. So if it is constrained because of um, component problems and there's more demand, it's going to be a long time. Uh, you, you know, it's only recently that the AirPods have become available in less than like three to four weeks. And, and I'm going to check on Apple's website here that it's probably um, the same availability anywhere in the world. Um, it currently says, uh, drum roll please, uh, order today delivers 9 to 11 October. So that's pretty quick. A couple weeks ago, it was still two to three weeks for delivery. And when did the AirPods come out? They came out in the spring, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They've been back ordered for months. On the yeah. other hand, this is an iPhone. And Apple can't get away with having what is the flagship iPhone, their most popular product, back ordered for six months. Well, they could because they'll just get people to fall back on the 8 and the 8 Plus. You know, if you don't have a choice and you do need a new phone, like you've damaged yours or something, um, then worth just giving up on the new one and waiting till next year. I think then if Apple has that problem, it's going to hurt their numbers for the December quarter because people will be sitting back and waiting. I mean, it's a yeah. practical matter. If you could forgive the OLED, which is a richer superior picture with unlimited viewing angle if you could overlook the smaller size for the larger screen and a few other things you know if you could do that then the other iphones would be probably better deals financially yeah it's the first generation of a new product in many ways as you said the oled display the face id it might not be the new product that operates as smoothly as you want Exactly. I think things are probably going to be rough. Remember the first iteration of Touch ID with the iPhone 5S. It wasn't perfect. A lot of that was software. But I remember being a little slow. And after a while, it would lose, almost lose the memory of your fingerprint. You'd have to recalibrate it. And what I ended up doing in my current iPhone is I, I'd use my thumb for the home button. And I have both thumbs stored. So whichever one, it's fine. Even that's not perfect. It's not 100%. It's never been 100%. There are times when your fingers are greasy or you know, maybe you had a slice of pizza or something. And someone calls and you... Come on, Gene. Do you eat pizza like that? <laughs> I eat pizza with my hand. I'm from New York. Yeah, so am I. But still, I don't like stick my thumbs in the grease. 
but holding the, it you, so you, it's going to get a little greasy. Whatever you eat, your hand might be soiled. It doesn't have to be from food. Soiled. Whatever. It may be wet because it's raining. We get that. It in, could that, be. In Arizona, we occasionally get rain. Yeah. And then you want to unlock your iPhone. You see, if you have a wet face, it's not going to matter. If you have a wet thumb, it's going to matter. So it's interesting. Um, The Touch ID has worked for me sort of 99.9% since the very beginning. What was the first phone with Touch ID? Was it the 4S? The 5S. The 5S. And it's worked for me perfectly. My partner cannot get it to work. Um, It'll work a few times for her, and then it'll stop working. So yesterday, I said to her, look, you've updated your iPhone and your iPad to iOS 11. Why don't you try and set it up again? And she did, and it was working yesterday. So I've just met other people as well for whom it just doesn't work and face id will eliminate that problem for the subset of people for whom touch id is just a failure right but supposedly with face id if you go for the beard it's not going to be a problem supposedly we're talking about technology that's brand new the technology's existed for a while it just hasn't been widely used right but we're talking about apple's iteration of it Yes. Facial recognition on other devices doesn't work so well. On the Samsung Galaxy S8 series, you take a digital photograph, it reads it. Now, obviously, Apple is using, what, the 3D capabilities and everything to kind of measure your face and get more specific information. And they say here there's a 1 in 50,000 chance a touch ID will make a mistake. One in a million on face ID. I don't know well, where they not, get those no, numbers it's not from. That it make a mistake. It's that some random person can unlock your mm-hmm, phone. And sure. when they said that, I was very surprised. That really seemed like a low number to me because w- one of the things about both of these technologies is they're not only for getting into your phone, but they're also for unlocking apps within your phone. For example, my bank app lets me use Touch ID. And for them to allow that, they have to assume that it's perfect. The, the odds of random... Um, people just being able to unlock your phone and then unlock your bank app um, offer a very large risk. So I, I was surprised that it was the one in 50,000. Right, but it would have to be that one who miraculously finds your iPhone. I mean, what True. are the chances that somebody will guess your passcode? Yeah. Exactly. No, I agree. There's always a slight risk. All these techniques, passcodes biometrics, to reduce sharply the possibility that somebody will get a hold of it. But under a lot of circumstances, they will anyway. I mean, if someone's pulling a gun on you and says, finger please, face please, what are you going to say? You're not going to say no. You're just going to take your magic ring and rub it and have and turn into Shazam, Captain Marvel? Or you're going to have Superman come down and protect you? No. You're going to say, yes, sir, Oh, yes, ma'am, because I don't want to be killed. I just want to survive and take my phone. I can always call the banks and say I was compromised, which, by the way, with the breach at Equifax, you know, all bets are off, folks. Yeah. They have your information. And if you look, they were storing stuff without encryption. I mean, it's shocking. They had this, I think it was an Apache update that they never installed. And that's the main reason why this incursion occurred. You and I, I assure you, the people who run our web servers, they installed those patches the day it happened. Yeah. But Equifax, and then, of course, the management cashes out, takes their golden parachute and leaves. Ah, we screwed up the company. Goodbye. And then we're sorry that we'd screwed up and let everybody have access to your 
private information, your social security numbers, your address, your bank accounts, doesn't matter. Kirk McElhern, where do we find more of your stuff? You can find me at my website, Kirkville. It's at www.kirkville.com and a whole bunch of other places here and there. You can find us at a bunch of places too, like Twitter, look for Tech Night Owl. Look for Gene Steinberg, the guy with the plaid shirt on Facebook. We have another radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. And we'll emphasize the bumps in the night this weekend with Paul Kimball, who's co-host along with Holly Stevens of a Canadian ghost hunting show called Haunted. And he's had some real experiences. I've known Paul for a while. You'll find more at Paracast.com. That's Paracast.com. The best way for you, ladies and gentlemen, to support the Tech Night Owl Live is to become a subscriber to the Tech Night Owl Plus. We give you a version of the show free of the network ads with better quality audio for a low monthly subscription rate. Even you can do it as cheaply as $1.49 a week. Cheaper than buying a cup of coffee at a convenience store here, which I think is like $1.69. And certainly a lot less than Starbucks, $1.49 a week. We also have five years and lifetime subscriptions. Go to plus.technightowl.com, plus.technightowl.com for more. Kirk McElhern, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks, Gene, for having me again. The Tech Night Out Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.